Hey guys, it's Taylor here. Really quick note for you about tonight's show. So we have an instant analysis coming up. Me and Banks live from Jimmy's Seafood riffing about the picks, uh, interviews with Marlon Humphrey and Ronnie Stanley. There's some issues with my audio um, in the instant analysis part of the top of the show. So uh, both interviews sound clean and are great with Marlon and Ronnie, but just a technical difficulty with my audio. So it might sound a little weird. If you want to skip it, feel free to skip right through it and get to the interviews. If you can't handle it, sorry about that. If you'd like to listen to Banks, you can pretty much hear him clean um, and then listen to me with some issues going on. Uh, we'll come back um, later in the weekend with an instant analysis with RDT and go through the full draft, but just wanted to give you guys that note, so sorry about that. Um, also, apologies. Uh, we're sort of yelling in the Marlon Humphrey interview. It was so loud at Jimmy's to hear ourselves. We had to kind of yell, um, so if we come through your car speakers or whatever, your headphones, and we're yelling, Sorry about that. So let's get to the instant analysis. Two interviews. Appreciate you guys listening always. Appreciate Jimmy Seafood for their hospitality tonight. Thanks. Man. What a night. I'm exhausted. I'm sweating. Man, my my soup strainer here is dripping with sweat. Jesus Christ, man. It's been something else. Ronnie Stanley will get to those interviews and their instant reaction to uh, to what just occurred in a second. But um, what a night for the Baltimore Ravens. Number 14, uh, Kyle Hamilton, stay at home, best player available. And you're thinking, okay, safety, deep there, but best player available, classic Ravens. Then about 35 seconds later, <laughs> they trade the number 23 overall pick and a third-round pick to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, or excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals trade the I see I, I can't even get the stuff out. Yeah. They trade the pick and the third the two picks for Hollywood Brown. And that stunned the room here, to be totally honest. You were downstairs. Room uh, was stunned. I couldn't believe it. I was taking a quick leak before coming up here after doing the Barstool the first pick, the Barstool NFL draft show. And I just see Eric with the Hollywood in all caps text come through on the group chat and I was like I hope he didn't get in like a car accident or something. You know, this is, when yeah. when there's somebody who you don't think is going to be involved in whatever's going on right now, like when that comes through, like I was shocked. In the moment, I was shocked. When I think about it a little more, maybe not as shocked. And then <laughs> we will get to that. We will get to that. Yeah. So he gets traded. The Ravens get the 23rd pick. We move through. It looks like it's setting up pretty well. Guys are falling that the Ravens could theoretically pick. You, Jermaine Johnsons, whatever. Gets 23 Ravens, do the classic trade down. They trade down two spots to 25 with Buffalo. They pick up a fourth-round pick. They now have four fourth-round picks. Six fourth-round picks. We have about 20% of the fourth round. It's unbelievable. Tyler Linderbaum, a mauler up front, center, interior lineman from Iowa. We love that. Lamar Jackson is tweeting WTF about both things pretty much. That's happening. And the Ravens end up with the best safety and the best center in the draft in their first two picks. They yeah. now have a glaring need at wide receiver. So we'll see it's, how that it is transpires. I mean, what a night. All four or all six fourth rounders for Debo. Who says no first? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is where we're at here. We got to do something, though. I don't know what the options are at this point other than to to dial in with a, a receiver at that 45th pick. But you never want to go into a pick on day one or day two, like feeling like you have to take a specific position. You want to take that best player available. And when you kind of 
handicap yourself at a, in a position group like we just did that kind of puts you in that position so it was so out of left field and then again like we we're about to talk about it wasn't out of left field as it would seem but to anyone on the outside looking in it feels like it was out of left field you you want to hope that there's some sort of uh next step you know a next plan that they have in the works as to how they're going to address the wide receiver and, and there were people floating out the idea that it might be Debo, um, that they were going to try to flip that 23rd and then 25th pick core. That's not how that played out. Um, so we're just kind of left here sitting on our hands wondering what we're doing. Now, it would seem at least taking a center uh, and trading away a wide receiver, I don't know, like the the movement to try to make this more of an aerial attack here with Lamar Jackson, maybe we're going back in the other direction. Maybe we're saying, hey, like 2019, we ran the shit out of the football. We're getting our running backs back next year. We're going to take a center, a mauler, and we're going to go run downhill on some people some more. Like maybe that's the, the mentality that we're going with here. And you have to think that there's a, a, a strong degree of confidence in Rashad Bateman if they're, if they're making a move like this. But One would think so. Uh, it would seem that Hollywood Brown asked for a trade. I think that guy wanted out when he shows up at the Cardinals draft party five minutes after the trade's announced and then tweets a picture minutes later of him on a flight wearing a red hat, you know, changed the uh, the Twitter header photo to him at Oklahoma with Kyler Murray. So some things, some pieces quickly came together there that I think uh, – the Ravens weren't necessarily the ones that were saying, hey, we got to move this guy, or he's a guy on the block. Uh, it would seem that this guy asked for it, and he got what he asked for. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You also have the situation where the Cardinals are doing everything they can to appease Kyle Murray at this point, right? I mean, oh, my the, God. There's a, was clearly a riff there. For really, I don't understand why, but a, a riff there. So they bring in you know, one of his guys. They bring in Hollywood Brown. For the Ravens to... Say what you want about whatever Hollywood Brown's done. For the Ravens to pick Hollywood Brown, essentially around this spot, get have him play for three years, really not have first-round value at any point of his career, you wouldn't say, like eh, maybe yeah. this year, and eh. then to essentially get the same pick back for him is a pretty amazing little piece of business if you have yeah. a guy that's not either all the way bought in or you don't feel like is a part of your future yeah, plans. that's a good point. And you're able to get a guy like Linderbaum who maybe you think can produce, you know, at a – you know, a position like saying that you need to fill um, after you've already taken a wide receiver in the first round of the year before. Um, pretty interesting move. But as you said, they now have a glaring, glaring need at that position. Yeah. And that has sort of overshadowed the fact that they got a guy at 14 that some people think is the best player in the draft. Yeah. Like some people think Kyle Hamilton, safety's not a position that gets picked very high a lot of times. Some people think he is the best player in the draft. Like not one person, like, you know, the best. you look some draft analysts, like the best player in the draft. And now, you know, are the Ravens zigging before every other else team zigs to a situation where you need all these guys in the back end of your secondary because of how the NFL is changing? Because it's just throw, 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 yeah. throw, throw, throw. And how he got burned there. Correct. And how bit. they got burned so. over the top all the time, over and over. They've added even more talent to the back end. And Hamilton is a guy that, you know, Notre Dame's a team that's on a lot, so people have watched him a lot. He is a stud. I mean, yeah. he is big. He's rangy. He's fast. He's a um, monster. 6'4 plus. He's makes a lot of plays. That's that's and you now menacing. stick him. You stick him into a secondary that has a ton of talent. And, 
you know, I guess maybe if you're Chuck Clark, you're like, ugh, ooh, because mm. you just spent a lot of money on on Williams and Clark maybe the odd man out, but maybe yeah. they play those three guys back there. Together. He could be the new uh, Anthony Levine, though. You yeah. know, he could be kind of that hybrid corner, you know, nickel corner safety guy who's heady. Plays, you know, Chuck Clark is still maybe 26, 27. I'm not sure what his actual age is. Yeah. I, I'm just going off the top, man. He's probably 27 years old at this point. Uh, not terribly young, not terribly old, but there's a niche for him here, and I think he likes Baltimore enough, or I'd like to think, you know, he could be that that guy that's kind of a dependable and eventually gets his, you know, his feet wet and really makes an impact on special teams because Levine retired, and so I don't know. Like, Chuck Clark has always been a high IQ player, skill level wise you know all those types of things maybe not there as much as some other guys and so chuck clark will always have a role on, a, on any football team in the nfl as long as he can hold his own on that front so um maybe that's the niche for him i don't know it's there's a lot there's a lot to a lot of questions that we're going to have going into camp here as it stands but we got what Nine more picks left? Do we Two days of the draft. Eight, so the nine. Ravens theoretically have some ammunition. If they want to like move up in the second round, they can throw some of those fourth-round picks. If they want to move back into the third round, they have picks to, to throw around they there have to the do one that. Third-rounder, so yep, so they have the, the ability to do some things if they want tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe something super wild is on the table. You know, Maybe you're throwing a bunch of picks. Is this Karloftis' real face? It is. Oh, God. Carlo- George Carlotta <laughs> just got picked by Kansas City here as we finish up with a 33rd. We'll hope the Ravens he don't trade back into the first round. Uneasy up there. Um, but, yeah, a super, super fascinating night. Um, for, as you said, tons of questions now. You have a franchise quarterback that seems befuddled by the moves. I mean, let's just yes. be honest. Um, he is befuddled. You have a wide receiver. Yes, I mean, I – you know, everyone loves James Prochet and loves Devin Duvernay, but you have nobody proven at the NFL level. At any, I mean, yeah. none of them are. I mean, Rashad Bateman's had a couple nice games. Unleash have, the Duve. I don't know. You have no one proven. That's got to be the movement now. You Maybe Prochet's all pro like everybody. Everyone assumed <laughs> I mean, McCarry was going to move inside and play center. That's now not happening. You, I kind of – I'll pick a center I'll in the first round. I'll tell you about that with McCarry, though. I think he has so much value with the different positions that he plays that if you just stick him at center and expect him to play there for 17 games, that's a pipe dream because as soon yeah. as somebody gets hurt, you got to move him off. And yeah. You don't want to move anybody off a of center. We we saw what happened with center turnover in 2020. So if you can get a guy like we did, Linder, Linderbaum, and put him in there and have him be the starting center or at least have him in the wings there for the minute McCarry has to go fill in somewhere else, you can pop Linderbaum in there when he's, you know, throw him in the fire and, and see how it goes. Like, that gives us some flexibility, some options, some depth. So there's a lot of good things to like about that pick. It's not sexy, but it is, you know, it's the kind of pick that we need. Um, you know, we, like, we came in the offseason needing offensive line depth and some help and some improvements, and we've done that marvelously, I think, with Morgan Moses and uh, on this pick here. So. Although Lamar continues to tweet, he just quote-tweeted the Ravens' pick of Linderbaum and said, it's not about my new center, stop that BS. Yes, referring to his WTF tweet, I guess it's not about Linderbaum. So there you go. He just he just, okay. he just continues to tweet things. People are thrilled at how the uh, at how the Ravens have done from the, the Hollywood Brown uh, trade trans uh, trans point. A lot of people saying the Ravens won the first round. Um, fascinating. Arizona gave up 23 and 100 for Hollywood. 
the Eagles got A.J. Brown for 18 and 101. <laughs> also signed to a giant extension, but mm, crazy. Um, really, really interesting. I think Kyle Hamilton is going to be an awesome player here for a long time, and I think Linderbaum is going to be an awesome player here for a long time, and that's kind of always how you leave Ravens drafts for the most part. We'll exactly, see if that actually yeah. happens. Big, we'll ten, big ten O lineman. Well, an yeah. Iowa lineman. I mean, uh, just yeah, I a, mean, by the way, top of his top of his bullets, wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, just that's just perfect. Obviously, so tremendous night here. Awesome stuff here at Jimmy's Seafood. They put on a hell of an event. Uh, we have interviews coming up here. Um, yeah, we're, so we're, we'll, I guess we're just gonna clean it we'll up just with some interviews. We'll just Usually clean it up we throw them in the middle. We instant we'll, analysis. This we'll is put them at the kind end. Kind of a first year. So first, you're gonna hear Marlon Humphrey. We talked to him literally right after the Hollywood between Brown the two picks. And then we got Ronnie Stanley. End of the night. Both those guys gave gave us you know three, four, five minutes of their time. Awesome that they came over. They were taking tons of photos, doing a bunch of stuff, so appreciate them giving some time and uh, some awesome stuff, both raising money. Ronnie Stanley Foundation was out here um, yeah. today, so thanks to Jimmy Seafood for allowing us to come, as always. Great sponsor of this show. Unbelievable. Um, John and the crew put on a tremendous show, as they've they've always done, and uh, the food was fantastic. So uh, It was excellent. Have to give them a shout-out. Um, what a night. We will certainly have more to come over the next couple of days. Yeah, Stay- we'll probably wrap it all up on – we'll – I don't know. We'll talk about it yeah, offline. We'll, we'll yeah, see. we we may we'll do see. like an instant analysis on Sunday night, or well, I guess it would be Saturday night for for draft. But I, that's yeah, not, we'll, that's we'll not talk really Sunday. in the cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not in the cards. But uh, no, I think they, they may even do like a Sunday night episode. We drop on Monday. That's the week's week's episode. Yeah, give us some time to process. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. We're signing off here from Jimmy's. Shout out to Jimmy's. You're getting Marlon Humphrey first, and then you're getting Ronnie Stanley, and then the show ends. Yeah, you're getting Eddie Money then. No RDT tonight. <laughs> no too busy. Worries, too busy. It. Yeah, sorry about it. Too busy packing for the beach. <laughs> thank, thank you for your service. Um, we, will, we will see you next time on the X52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Something magic happens. You know what you're doing. Yep, I know what I'm doing. We'll get it going here. We're here live, X52 podcast, Jimmy Seafood, Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey. Marlon, a lot going on right now, my man. We got trades. We got the Ravens taking Kyle Hamilton. What's your overall uh, thoughts? You were you seem happy about Hamilton. You seem like that's what you wanted to be one of your guys. I uh I, I I know Hamilton's a good player. I know Ravens. We always draft best available, whether it fits, doesn't fit. It always seems to work out. You know, I feel like looking back when I got drafted, we had Tavon Young coming off a starting year. Brandon Carr would just signed him in free agency, and then Jimmy Smith, who had been a cornerstone of the Ravens even for a while. There was three corners there. And eventually, it always ends up working out. So, I know we kind of got some safeties, but I think uh, we'll make it work with Hamilton. And then the Hollywood trade was unexpected, but, um, you know, I think I saw he just tweeted something, so he seemed to be happy about it. So, uh, it's uh, exciting. I- I'm excited to see who we pick here at 23. With Hamilton in the secondary, I mean, not bad for you. Just more guys out there covering. Man, we already got Marcus. We got Chuck. We got <laughs> Hamilton. I'm like, I'm loving my chances now. I'm loving them. <laughs> Now, what does it mean to get a guy like Marcus Peters back on the other side of a, you know, whatever your gardener? How does it kind of change what the defense can do and, and your role in it? Man, I think, um, man, Marcus is probably one of my favorite teammates I've ever had. He, um, I mean, when you when you play him, any team, when they open up the offense, I mean, look at the defense. They look at our defense, they say, you got to watch out for this guy because you never know where he'll be, you know. There's a lot of guys that play within structure, play within this. Marcus plays within everywhere, and uh, that's it's great for him to be on our team instead of anybody else's. So really excited to get him back. Um, he'll, he'll really add some more flexibility to our defense that we had, you know, uh, two years ago. 
Talk about the new addition in the secondary, Marcus Williams. Seems like a heck of a safety. Man, as rangy as you can think, man, he, he, he can get all over the field, fly around, ball skills. And I really like him since he's been here. We've been around humble guy. So that, that anytime I have a humble guy around, around the room, we're already a pretty humble organization. It just makes everything flow so much better. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, so we've got the 23rd pick here. We're, we're right in that window as we're recording between that 14th pick and 23rd pick. Is there any sort of wish list that you have or any sort of inkling or, or man, a, yeah, I, what are you rooting uh, for here? I, I, I wasn't expecting the 23rd. I knew uh, some people we might draft at 14. Um, but I think since we just traded away Hollywood, we got to get a receiver. I would love George Pickens from Georgia. He, he went to my high school, Hoover, Hoover High. Hoover U, as they say. So I would love George Pickens. I would love uh, another corner. You know, anytime, you know, someone comes off an ACL, I got a peck, you know, with Marcus. So it's, you know, we, we need another corner. We lost some guys um, all over, man. I, I think uh, it'll, it'll be a great surprise, and I know Eric will pick well. I was going to say, you're tweeting up a storm right now. You seem to, like, love the draft. We, I, you're here. You're, like, standing up watching. The, you seem to love this. I, I love the draft. I think the only time it's no fun is when you got to get picked and you don't know if you're going to. So <laughs> um, other than that, I, I think uh, anytime new guys come in, man, I love to see guys come in and earn their stripes i think um when i came in got drafted i was just trying not to step on anybody's toes and figure out how i belong in the locker room you know i didn't even start until the last four games of my rookie year so you know i, I just love you know new guys coming in with new juice new energy uh, yeah no speaking of twitter pick one violence on the football field violence on twitter which is your favorite which is my favorite? yeah uh Man, the, the good thing about my Twitter is I, I, and I come in my mentions are the only the people I follow. Because lately I've gotten some serious violence on there. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 can, I can pick and choose how much violence I want to see. But um, I don't know. Violence on the football field is pretty fun. I will say that. It's pretty fun to get into a little scrap, but it might cost you a little fine. But uh, I don't know. I got to say on the football field, man, I love when it gets you know crazy out there and a lot of times it's such an emotional game. You know, a lot of you, – you, you dap the guy up at the end of the game like, my bad, man, it happens. But um, I love the violence of the football field. It's, it makes it really fun. Yeah. It feels like you lead the recruiting charge of free agents on Twitter. Is there anybody else in the come to the Ravens movement you're trying to get at here at the end of free agency? Man, I would love Debo. I was, I was honestly hoping if we could have traded Hollywood. It would have been great to get Debo. Um, he, he, that guy, if somebody plays like a Raven at Tim. Well, A.J. Like. Brown just got traded to the Eagles. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. I, yeah. I would have loved him, too. Yeah. Um, nah, man. I, I, only wish list. Crap, I can't even think of anybody, but I would have loved Debo. Um, we'll get at, get at him this. You can go shout out Jimmy Seafood. An amazing event here. What's it like to just come be around the fans at I this gotta, awesome spot? I got to follow up to that. Okay, well. yeah, yeah. Man, it was good. Um, lots, of, lots of photos, lots of pictures, man. With COVID, you know, we couldn't do a lot of interaction stuff. So, I love the flock, man. When I was, when I was taking about my hundredth photo, um, <laughs> I, I was sitting there like, man, I, I would love to win a Super Bowl for these fans, man. I just, uh, they, 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 they've shown me a lot of love to me and my family and my friends um, since I've been here. From the day I got drafted, I walked in, uh, and they met me with a lot of grace, man. I just. I really want to bring back something special to this city. Yeah, and we've got a remarkable spread here tonight. Obviously, the crab, the crabs are flowing, but there's a phenomenal uh, buffet out there. I don't know if you've gotten to it at all, but like, what is your pick of the litter there? I mean, what's the best, Man, best thing on the menu tonight? I, I don't want to get crucified here, 
Uh-oh. But I'm not a crab guy. Oh, I, no. we got Hollins on the pod yeah, now. The whole mallet thing. I I, <laughs> I, I malleted a crab today, and then had a, a girl actually break it up for me. You know, I'm not really with the breaking down the food. I don't like to work with my food. I like yeah, to work you just eat at work and I eat that. when I eat. Yeah. Um, but so for me, man, I love a good old oyster, fried, okay. raw, steamed, whatever way. I love an oyster. And then you gotta. I, I didn't know much about crab cakes, but coming here. I grew to really like some crab cakes. So, oyster first, crab cake second. Crabs are way in the back, way in the back. Okay. But okay. you're an oyster man. That's that I'm was an oyster good. man. So if yeah. you're trying to bring you something from around here, we got to bring you some oysters. That's bring me some oysters, and uh, that that should that should uh, treat. We gotta you well. we gotta start building yeah. up the oysters. That's for that a call third to contract. Ravens fans. Bring Marlon Humphrey yeah. some oysters. Bring Marlon, some thanks oysters. so much for coming on with us for a second, man. Enjoy the rest of the night, and uh, we can't wait to watch you back on the yeah. field. Really appreciate Thank everything you, you done. Appreciate Thank you. you. Really excited to get back. Yeah. Thanks, man. Something magic happens. Back on the Exit 52 podcast here, Jimmy Seafood Draft Party. Ronnie Stanley joining the show. Uh, overall thoughts on the Ravens draft. Some exciting stuff. You got a Notre Dame guy in the fold. Uh, well, what are your thoughts? Go Irish, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on tonight. You know, trades on trades on trades. You know, two first-round picks. You know, and, you know, today's just day one, so... You know, we'll see. We'll see how this whole thing's gonna end up. But I think you know EDC. You know, he's he's an expert at what he does. He couldn't have said it better. I mean, he's an expert at what he does. I don't think anybody foresaw how it went down tonight. I mean, what's the shock level for for you and these other guys that are here tonight as the as the trade comes down? I think the shock level for me is pretty high. You know, I didn't expect this. I thought it was gonna go smooth. Just gonna take our pick. Right. Go to the next day. You know, so. I think a lot of the other picks maybe had some influence on us. You know, Philly going in front of us. Uh, I, that was that was a little fishy, man. So. Sure. Now, now I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I don't know if you've checked online or anything like that. But but Marquise is at the the Cardinals draft party tonight. Right. And he's there already. So like it, it, it seems as though this was in the works a little bit. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. You know, by the time the public knows about it, it's it's already been done for a while. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I'm not surprised, you know, but I, I wish Marquise the best of luck. I love him. I love, you know, the connection him and Lamar had and still have. But, you know, he's going to he's gonna be successful in Arizona, and I wish him nothing but the best. Tell us a little bit about Kyle Hamilton. I'm sure you saw a lot of him play football. What does he bring to the table? Kyle's long-rangey guy, you know, can play from sideline to sideline. He's not afraid to hit, and he's, he's also a very disciplined player. You know, he's not going to get fooled, so – I'm very excited to see, you know, how Kyle's going to enhance our defense. And then Linderbaum, huge guy up front in the center. Beef. Obviously helps you out on the the outside. No doubt. There's going to be some competition up there. You know, he's a great player, and I've seen a lot of great things from, you know, just this past season. I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to our offense as well. Yeah. um, I mean, offensive line – there were some struggles last year, given some absences and things like that. Of course, you being one of them. Uh, did you have an, a sense that this was going to be a targeted area here, not just in the draft, but in the offseason here? And, and, and how are you feeling about where things stand at this point? It's the offensive line? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I knew that was going to be a, a target standpoint, you know, for the offseason. And you saw, you know, the early moves we did in free agency that it was, it was, was going to be a, a need for us and um, something that needed to be addressed. You know, EDC's doing his thing, and he, he knows what's going to – what needs to happen. 
so that's great. Felt like there was some good news this week coming out about your status. Obviously, you're working towards getting back on the field. How excited are you to get back out there in T-Bank Stadium and, and, and get back out for a full season? I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait. And, you know, all the reports, you know, barring I don't know where the hell they're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> say, we got the guy right here. Exactly. You seem, you seem like you look pretty good to us. Yeah, so yeah, that. yeah. No, the reports are not false. But, <laughs> you know, it's just funny that, you know, these guys, you know, just get this information leak a couple days before the draft, you know. I'm just like – it, it's, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. The yeah. Twitter. It's funny. It's very funny. The the, the timing, like Twitter's yeah. being like, it's oh, that's just got that's got to be an agent floating that out there yeah. for some 100%. ulterior motive or something. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. So, no, it's funny. You're right. How good do you feel though about getting back on the field? I'm sure that it's progressing well. I feel great. I can't wait. You know, I'm I'm definitely still in my rehab pro progression, and it, everything's been going great, and um, I'm more than excited to to be back. We'll get your hair here on this, you know, raising money for your foundation, Ronnie Stanley Foundation. Tell the fans sort of, you know, what that is all about and, and all the good stuff you're doing. Yeah, you know, we're just really trying to um, bridge the gap between dogs and humans and um, taking animals from uh, the shelters and training them to become um, support animals in, in our society and uh, be able to help people in various different needs and uh you know, there's a lot of a lot of ways that animals can help humans heal, and that's pretty much you know the basis of my foundation. Awesome stuff! Great yeah. to see you out here, at Jimmy Seafood tonight. Ryan Stanley, thanks so much for coming on, Th man. Thanks Can't for having wait me. to see you back at the field at yeah. Bank Stadium. Me too. Thank you. We're all fired up. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah.